Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where I ask children fun, interesting, and challenging questions that develop their creativity, their critical thinking, their resilience, and many other key skills in just 10 minutes. Hi, my name's Coven, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it will be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids be happy and successful. So if you're a parent who wants to develop these in your child to help them be more creative, to improve their critical thinking, be more resilient, to develop them into a great leader and be empathetic to others, well, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I'll be talking to lots of different children, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. You can find every question I use in the Kid Coach app, downloadable from your usual app store, so you can take the same approach with your children at home. Or visit our website, www.kidcoach.app. Let's get started. This week, we build the skill of philosophy. Anyone can have a view on anything, and children should be encouraged to develop and express theirs. Even a seemingly simple question can help our children inspect what's around them, which otherwise might be out of sight. This skill is particularly good for tackling life's big questions. I'll be talking to 11-year-old Maya to build this skill, so let's listen in to our conversation. Okay, so Maya, I have a question here for you on philosophy. And the question is, if an alien comes to Earth, are they exploring or are they invading? If an alien comes to Earth, are they exploring or invading? I think it depends what they do on Earth. Because if they're on Earth, they just have a look round and go out, then they're definitely not invading. But if they stay and try and drive people off territory or something, then they're invading. So it depends what exactly they do. But then they, they could also be doing both. But it depends what sort of thing they do in there. Mm-hmm. So I guess what you're saying is it depends what they do. And some actions might clearly be quite hostile, like driving people away other actions might be quite docile, like just having a bit of a look, observing. Um, How could you ever really know what their intention is, however? You can observe what they do, as you said, that's fine. And I think that is quite a good way, you're right. But what if they have like a hidden intention? What if they have a secret agenda? How how do you get to that? Well, you, you could try and trust them and hope they trust you. And, yeah, maybe, like, talking to them and or just playing it safe or just being very trustworthy Hmm. and trusting them. How important is trust in this kind of situation when you're... uh meeting a new person or a new <laughs> a new species in this case i think trust is probably quite important because if you don't trust the species or um 
then they won't trust you back. And then that probably means that they're going to gain some new intentions. Ah, okay. So you're saying that the mere act of trusting them might keep them calm and keep them friendly. Yeah. Hmm. What if the roles were reversed here, by the way? What if it was us as the aliens who, you know, one day can get to another world and we decide to land on that planet? Um, Would we be exploring or would we be invading well, it depends what sort of people we are. Like, I would want to explore. I wouldn't drive them out. And I'd just try to be openly friendly so they trust us. And so maybe we could explore more and be given more, just be given more things because they trust. Hmm. So if we were doing the the landing on a planet, you would try to be as friendly as possible and as trust as uh, and as trustworthy as possible. Yeah. In order to have the aliens now kind of relaxed and, and not freaking out about some alien ship packed with humans descending on their planet. Um how do we know what the right way to be friendly is with an alien species? We could have we could observe them being friendly to each other, because if they're if they greet each other by saying hi to them, then we could do that and in hopes that we're being friendly. Hmm. So you sort of observe their rituals, their behaviours, and mimic yeah. that. Because interesting thing, right? Um, like when I smile at you that's me being friendly. Yeah. Um, but if you're in the jungle and an animal bears their teeth, it's a different interpretation, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder if looks are important. So back to when the aliens landed on Earth, um, you know, in terms of are they exploring or are they invading, you know, d- does our answer depend on what this alien looks like? No, unless, not really, because they could look really scary, but then they could be really kind. So if you got to know them a bit, that would help. But if you know that their look affects stuff, for instance, if you look at them and you realise they have laser eyes and they intend to use them, maybe maybe you wouldn't be so friendly. Mm. yeah so i suppose what you're saying is looks can be deceptive and yeah you can't judge a book by its cover right as people say yeah but it's really difficult isn't it it's really difficult when you don't know what their culture is like what their etiquette is like and if you don't know if that 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 red box on their head is that a laser or is that a smile (laughs) you just you just don't know do you yeah I mean, what do you think is most likely, you know, if an alien does come to Earth one day, would they be exploring? Would they be invading? What do you personally think is most likely? I think they'd be exploring, at least for like, for, for the time being, like for, for the very first few weeks, just so 
they work out how things work around. And if they don't like it, then maybe they would turn to invading. But I think they start exploring first. Hmm. And where could you go for more information? Or what, what could you think about to help you answer this question better? Because this is this is a weird, tough question, right? Um, yeah. How do we know what aliens are doing? It's really hard, isn't it? But I just wonder, is there... You know, if, if you wanted to form a better opinion of this, say I gave you, if I say I gave you 10 or 15 minutes um, to go away and, and you know, think about it or do something, what, where, where would you go for more information or to kind of get a better sense of what it could be? Well, I think I'd try to look at um, what we've gathered from the fact that there might be life on Mars because like, because I'm not really sure where else to find information that is actually real. Hmm. Right. Right. Well, so I like the way you're thinking there. You're thinking, where can I get informational data on where this has happened already and somewhere else? Right. And what can I learn from that? Um, yeah, but I don't think there is much. And there isn't much when you think about other planets because we haven't really discovered intelligent life anywhere, right? Um, apart from Star Trek, but, but in real life, we haven't. Um, but what about on Earth? You know, if you think back um, hundreds of years ago, you know when Europeans were going out to America and going yeah. out to Australia and, and going into new territories like that? Um, okay, I know they're not aliens, but they probably felt like aliens to the Aborigines in Australia when these white men sort of descended upon them as from their perspective, they would have looked alien like, let's say. Yeah. So I know it's not exactly the same thing, but I just, just wonder what, what can we learn from these sorts of past human episodes? Well, I think most of the time they were doing it and being a bit territorial and taking stuff away. But I do think that, they, they had to gain an image of what was going on there first before trying to get land and whatever. So even if it, I think it all starts with exploring, even though it's, even if it's exploring for like half a millisecond or something, mm. it still counts as exploring just for a little bit before, if they're going to stop being territorial mm. and invading. If it starts with exploring and then maybe turns into invading, I'm really, really interested in how that change then happens in the mindset of that person. You know, so take James Cook, the British captain who landed in Australia. Uh, I I don't know my history that well. A few hundred years ago, let's say. (laughs) Um, And let's say he, first European to set foot on the soil of Australia and he was exploring like probably you know he journeyed for eight nine months to get there like he he was exploring but then what do you think happened in his head or is in his team's head to sort of change that into invading well i think um how the others behave so how the aboriginal people behaved so if they if they were warm and friendly then they probably wouldn't invade but if they were a bit like if they were at first really protective then 
maybe and if they stayed and were a bit like cold to the other um to the British people then then maybe they change how they thought about it so are you saying that it was because of the locals the aborigines in this case yeah it wasn't so it was um okay so i guess your your opinion is that it's all um all to do with the the, the aborigines in that example nothing to do with captain cook I, but captain cook that he could he could change I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's a tricky one, isn't it? We weren't there, of course, so we don't know. We're just speculating. But that's fine to speculate because it helps us think about how we might tackle the situation um, in the future. Who who knows, uh, right, Maya? You might be the first person to set foot on Mars. Like, you know, who who knows? Um, Maybe you'll meet lots of little green aliens and then you'll be thinking about this conversation of uh i'm exploring but i should make sure i'm not invading um probably it's a two-way street isn't it probably there's things that both parties can do the aliens and the um the, the, the humans and the aliens yeah so i think that's a really interesting philosophical question of you know, when you go to a foreign land, are you perceived to be exploring or invading? What's going on in your own head? Do you perhaps start with the best of intentions of exploring and then sort of it morphs into invading? Um, which I th- is a very in- intriguing transition. And if that happens, like, why does that happen? Is it something in your mindset? Is it something that the other people have done? Um, these um, These sorts of philosophical situations, I think, really help us uh, be more curious about the world um, yeah. and to think through morals in, in this case and, and the way we're perceived and, um, and whether looks matter. And for example, you said actually looks shouldn't matter here. Looks shouldn't matter here. And, and all these kinds of things are were wrapped into these philosophy type questions. So, so thank you for letting me know your thoughts there. Some really good stuff. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.